Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 6th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include bond deals jump, stock futures point to a sell-off, and oil prices are steady at multi-year records. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are pointing to a big decline today amid concerns about rising interest rates, higher inflation, the state of the world's economic recovery, and the U.S. debt limit. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ 100 futures are all lower by more than 1%. Shares in Europe, in the stock's Europe 600, they're down 2%, led by shares of travel, autos, and technology companies. Aircraft maker Airbus and Jeep owner Stellantis all fell more than 3%. In Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell more than half a percent. In pre-market trading, the shares of American Airlines are down more than 4%. Delta Airlines is falling 2%. It's all weighed down by concerns having to do with fuel costs and a slowing economic recovery. Palantir Technologies is jumping about 9% in pre-market trade after saying it won a data and analytics contract with the U.S. Army. Now our top stories. U.S. Treasury 30-year yields climbed to the highest since June as rising energy prices increase concern inflation will accelerate. The 10-year U.S. Treasury yield is above 1.56% ahead of the release of ADP's September employment change report. That's due at 8.15 a.m. Eastern. Oil prices are retreating but remain near multi-year highs. Futures on Brent crude and West Texas Intermediate both slipped about a half a percent. U.S. natural gas futures continue to climb. They're up more than one percent. Prices on Tuesday finished at the highest level since 2008. In Europe, natural gas prices are surging again with futures jumping nearly 30 percent. European gas prices have soared nearly 60 percent this week. Asian liquefied natural gas prices are a record, while Saudi Arabia said it would reduce prices for its main buyers. That's coming one day after OPEC Plus ignored calls to pump more oil. In other news, Chinese President Xi Jinping will not attend the G20 summit in Rome at the end of October. Chinese diplomats said the Chinese president does not currently plan to attend, citing China's COVID protocols. A benchmark equity index tracking Chinese technology stocks closed at a record low today. The Hang Seng Tech Index dropped 1.5%, its fifth day of declines. The Hang Seng Tech Gauge is down nearly 50% from its February record. In South Korea, Samsung Electronics continued to fall, bringing its year-to-date loss to 20%. Charlie Munger's Daily Journal Corporation has increased its Alibaba shares by 82% since July, just as the stock's price fell nearly 50%. That's according to the Daily Journal's 13F filing for the third quarter. Singapore's legislature approved a bill that targets foreign influence campaigns by giving the government new powers over Internet content. In Europe, formal coalition talks between Germany's Social Democratic Party, Greens, and Free Democrats aimed at forming the next German government could start imminently. The announcement increases the SPD's chances of leading the next coalition government. The U.S. trade deficit widened to a record in August as American consumers continued to purchase imported goods, such as pharmaceuticals, toys, and clothing. 
The Biden administration is expected to overhaul a student loan forgiveness program that would make it easier for more public sector workers to qualify for debt relief. Senate Democrats and Republicans are blaming each other for the failure of Congress to raise the nation's debt ceiling. Some Democrats are floating possible changes to the Senate's filibuster rule in order to resolve the impasse. This comes ahead of a possible default in as little as two weeks. The U.S. will not ban cryptocurrencies like China. That's according to SEC Chairman Gary Gensler speaking at a House hearing on Tuesday. Home Depot has hired Walmart to deliver paint, tools, and other online purchases to customers. The home improvement retailer is the first major customer for Walmart's new same-day delivery service called Go Local. Kroger said it will hire 20,000 associates. And Hertz named Mark Fields as interim chief executive. The rental car company said Fields, who had joined Hertz's board of directors in June, is a senior advisor at TPG Capital and is the former chief executive of Ford Motor. Volvo is recalling nearly 260,000 cars in the United States. Separately, Volvo Trucks has received an order for 100 Volvo FM electric trucks from DFDS, Northern Europe's largest shipping and logistics company. Southwest Gas Holdings has reached an agreement to buy Questar pipelines from Dominion Energy for about $2 billion. That defies objections from investor Carl Icahn. Carl Icahn has a significant stake in Southwest Gas Holdings and is pushing the Nevada utility to abandon the planned acquisition and focus on improving its share price instead. L3 Harris Technologies received a 10-year, $1 billion contract from the U.S. Air Force to improve defense systems for B-52 aircraft. Domino Data Lab raised $100 million in new funding to build and deploy AI applications. Visa has drafted plans to reduce some fees that banks pay to Apple. Facebook chief executive Mark Zuckerberg denied that the company prioritizes profits over user safety. In other news, Facebook blamed Monday's massive outage that hit Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger users on an engineering error. Johnson & Johnson has asked U.S. health regulators to authorize a booster dose for its COVID-19 vaccine, citing studies that showed improved protection among adults who previously received a single shot. Norwegian Cruise Line's full fleet of 28 ships will return to service by April 1st. That's according to Chief Executive Frank Del Rio. The company currently has eight ships in service across its three brands. Burger King will test Impossible Foods' meatless nuggets in several markets, making it the first fast food chain to offer the company's new chicken alternative. Starting Monday, customers in Des Moines, Iowa, Boston, and Miami will be able to try the plant-based Impossible Nuggets. And Wendy's has partnered with Kellogg's to turn its frosty frozen dairy dessert, which was introduced in 1969, into a cereal. The limited edition cereal is set to go on sale in December. People who buy a box of the cereal will get a coupon for a free Frosty from a Wendy's location. At 7 a.m. Eastern, Dow futures are down over 300 points, or 1%, while S&P and NASDAQ futures are also falling. They're down nearly 1.5%. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury note rose to 1.56%. European and most Asian stocks fell. Oil futures are lower, with the U.S. benchmark down a half a percent, while gold futures slipped eight-tenths of a percent to $1,747 an ounce. Bitcoin is two-tenths of a percent lower, but still trades above $51,000. 
Companies reporting earnings today include Constellation Brands, Levi Strauss, and IDT. On the calendar, we get economic data. ADP employment report for September is due at 8.15 Eastern. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.